Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. You know, I was thinking the way that uh, that background looks on that that countdown, it looks like snow particles, doesn't it? Snow, uh, almost like cocaine. Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna go with snow particles. But why is it? Okay. Getting, it's it's going upward. Like it should be floating down. It's, like it's, well, because it's because it's being sucked in like a vacuum. There's a there's you know like in a scary or, movie with Officer Doofy. He's or, sucking it back up into his penis. Or like us being snorted because it's cocaine in your mind. So you know, uh, I made a movie once where we did that, and we I had people snort sugar, and they actually one one of my friends actually snorted the sugar for real. Okay. And his nose burned pretty bad. Okay, what a, what an informative story. Um, so I was um. I was on the phone the other day with uh, actually our very first special guest, Mike Mike Thompson, and uh, mm-hmm. we were having an, a conversation. Uh, and, and I believe I've said this plenty of times on the show, but I am not a fan of piracy. You know, no. you, you get on me about it all the time. I, Mike, I don't really? care about your shirt. I'm. I'm like, he's listening to you too. You, put, you I, I like. I was hoping you would just understand that I wasn't going to comment on your shirt, and, and but you just <laughs> kept the camera just focused on it for uh, it seemed minutes. Yeah, because he was listening to you talk. Go ahead. Okay, wrote whatever you say, mm-hmm. retard. Anyway, um, yep. I um, I was telling him about how I, you know, I don't like piracy and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then he brought up a very good point, which I don't, I can't believe I haven't thought of whatsoever up until he said it. He said, "Cody, you um, you use other people's accounts for Sling and Netflix and all of that stuff." And he's like, "He told me that's basically you pirating." And but goddamn! Fucking thank you, Mike Thompson. Thank you, buddy. Goddamn! Holy shit! And was he right or was he right? There ain't much that he Mike Thompson's right, right about. There's not much that dude's right about, but he was right about that, you know. And goddamn. So, um, yeah, so your friend's sling account that you're using, mm-hmm. you pirate, you fucking pirate, fucking pirate. I'm yeah, fucking jailbreak you another fire stick and send it to your motherfucking ass so you can be a pirate right along with it all. Yeah, Fuck go ahead and do yeah. it. I'd go ahead and do it because I've got plenty of friends I can sell it, sell it to. So, <laughs> anyway, and we'll get a beer too. Tales from the Crypts contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised.
welcome everyone to a new episode of Tales from the Crips. I am Crippled Cody, joined by Michael J. Tonight, we are taped. Uh, we are not live for the sake of having our guest on tonight. Mike, w- tell us a little bit about our guest that will be coming on here in a couple of minutes. Um, our guest's name is Caitlin. Caitlin, I was going to say Caitlin Floyd. I meant Caitlin Floyd. Um, she lives in Texas. She has a cerebral palsy or cerebral as some people like to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. the, it's, it's the proper pronunciation of it. It's cerebral. It is, it, cerebral? <laughs> cerebral? Cerebral? I don't even know the fuck you said it, but you said it somewhere. So right now, this is so fucking funny. I don't know how you did it, but you did it, and it's great. Um, she, uh, I will say this. She seems like me in female form, like having my attitude towards, um, other uh, crippled and disabled people. So I, I do find that enjoyable. I think that uh, you, uh, Cody, and our, our viewing audience and listening audience will find it just as enjoyable. Awesome. Um, maybe I'm not positive about this. We'll have to gauge her personality and uh, a sense of humor. But uh, yeah, before our interview with her ends tonight, do you think I could get away with asking her with a straight face, how her brother George has been lately, and then we're being all like, "Oh, oh my god!" Like, oh, you know, I, just, I had a feeling you were going to go down that road. I had a feeling you were going to go down that road. I just remembered, Caitlin. I'm so sorry. You guys must still hate the police. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> it all, it I gotta all, try not to do that and act normal. In all seriousness, I don't don't hold your breath, people. I'm not sure if I will uh, make that joke to her because I don't want I don't want to scare our guests off. We got to make sure we get the hard hitting questions out of the way instead. We'll see. Right. We'll we'll see how I feel before the end of the interview. But oh, um, so Mike, I have something very interesting mm. to tell you before um our guest comes on, and I, I'm also yes. telling you just in case it happens again. So not yeah. even 15 minutes before we were scheduled to record today my internet completely went out like an outage wow yeah like my phone went out my internet went out i was catching up on some game grumps on youtube and that video stopped and i'm sitting here thinking like it was it yeah it was like just 15 20 minutes ago and i'm thinking like i'm gonna have to call mike on my nurse's cell phone to let him know that i can't get on the internet right now so just letting you know, just in case there's another outage, can continue on without me. Hmm? <laughs> and and you uh, did this like did, when that's when that happened? Did that scare you to the point where you were like ready to like you know pee pee your pants? No, but it pissed me off because I was looking forward to today's episode. I'm looking forward to her uh, to interviewing our guest today. Um, she yes. she seems very she seems very um, uh, show worthy very uh, suitable for our show i think um yes. i think this well, interview she's well. she's in the, she's in the she's in the uh she's in the lounge i see we have the best I hit the button. I didn't want to hit the button yet, and I just hit the fucking button. I was just going to say to myself, like, think to myself, like, man, you didn't even let me know that we were going to let her in already. And do you? Well, I just, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was going to do that. I told you that she was in a lounge, and then all of a sudden, before I could get your reaction, you just, 
um, I hit the button because my crippled thumb decided to fucking hit the button. All right. Well, we already did her intro. Let her on in. All right. We will let her in. Is she here yet? If she is, I see her right there. Okay. Here we go. And we're adding her now. Uh Hi, Caitlin. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for being a part of our show tonight. You're welcome. Um, it is, uh, let's see, you are an hour before us, so what, what time is it for you? Just about 12, 10 after 4 over there? 4, 12, yeah. Oh, awesome. So, uh, happy afternoon to you. Yes. <laughs> happy afternoon. That's a great... Wow, Cody, you are knocking it right out of the park. Hey, I'm 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 the uh, Caitlin. Just to let you know, I'm the main host of this show. Mike is just a tech guy, and AKA my bitch. So that's that's what Mike is. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, yeah. don't don't let Mike make you think that he's top dog on this show. He's he's really not. No, as 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 a matter of fact, here I'm 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 switching positions. Wait, hey. I don't no, want that to happen. No. I wanted to bring. <laughs> There, there we go. go. There that's we better. go. So I'm, I'm at the bottom. Mike's a I'm bottom, the bottom feeder. That's that's I'm that's a bottom feeder. A bottom feeder. Bottom All feeder. Right. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you don't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself or whatever you're comfortable talking about. Maybe we, we on this show we like to talk to our guests about uh, what it was like growing up. Anything else that's on their mind? If they want to talk about their disability, so. What would you uh what do you feel like talking about with us tonight? Um, okay. Well I was born with cerebral palsy and um I um have um high muscle tone in my lower body and can't walk, but I drive an electric wheelchair. Um, let's see, I'm studying computer science. Um I live in an apartment in McKinney, Texas. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. You, uh, um, how old are you, Kate? I'm 27. Okay. It's okay that I call you Kate? Yes, but I okay. prefer... What, what, what would you prefer? Caitlin, please. Caitlin, okay. Um, yes. So, Caitlin... Uh, what uh, what was it like growing up with uh, with CP? Um, for me, I would say that it was pretty. Um, I mean, I did my best with what I had. I mean, I've always been pretty smart. So, um, I I always um in school I had a um I had a paraprofessional who would scribe for me. And things like that. Um, other than that, school was pretty. School was pretty normal. I had friends, and um, sometimes parts of school could be challenging, like taking tests and things. Um, growing up, um, I have an older brother. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm the oldest. I have a younger brother and a younger sister. Um, it feels kind of weird being the only person in my main family that has a disability. Well, actually, that's not true. My brother has 
um, a mental disability. He has ADHD and bipolar, so I guess I should say it feels kind of weird being the only person with a physical disability. But um, my parents have always been really supportive about whatever I want to do. So awesome! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that with us. Um, you said you had friends throughout school. Were they other people with disabilities, or did you have any friends who were normal-bodied, able-bodied uh, people? Um, most of my most of my friends were able-bodied people. Um, I really hung out with the kids with learning disabilities, so like the kids with ADHD or the kids with um things that made it difficult for them to learn, but most right. of them. Most of them were able-bodied for the majority of them. Right. Did I you? Find, I ahead. find I find it really hard to relate to people with physical disabilities because a lot of them, not that it's their fault, but a lot of them unfortunately have cognitive issues, mm -hmm. so it can be really hard to have conversations. Yes. And, yeah. And and let's be honest too, Caitlin. Um, some, I don't know if I want to say some or a lot. A lot of people with physical disabilities are miserable, and a lot of them don't want to talk and become friends yeah. with people. Yes. Now, have you ever gone through a time period in your life where you didn't know if you wanted to be angry or upset miserable or just you just accepted it from the from the get-go from when you when you can remember like talk to us about I, that i'm i'm always kind of accepted it from the get-go although these past two years since i moved to texas and live on my lived on my own um have been kind of challenging for me since i've never lived on my own before and i always lived with my parents and my dad before he moved me down here. He lives out in the country, so he didn't want me to live so far away out in the country with him. So he um, he had me stay with my grandmother, but unfortunately last December she died of cancer. So that kind of left me kind of by myself. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's okay. But for the majority of my life, yeah, I've just kind of accepted it. But it can be hard sometimes. But I try not to let it get me down because I'm like, what's the point? Because if you're going to be miserable, then nothing good is going to happen. Right. And let's be honest, regardless if you're disabled or not, life is what you make of it. Yes, mm -hmm. correct. Yeah, I know so many people that 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 should follow that um that motto, that advice. Right, right. Um, man, you you say that you completely live on your own. Did I hear that correctly? Um, no, I just live in an apartment by myself. But I have a caregiver who comes twice a day um to get me out of bed and things because if it wasn't for my wheelchair. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to do much of anything. Of course. Now, I guess what I meant to say was, yeah, I remembered you said that you live in an apartment complex, uh, but as far as 
you only live, uh, you're the only one that lives in your apartment, though. You live alone. Yes, correct. And you just have a home health aide that, that comes in and helps you out with a couple of different things. Yep. That is amazing. Yes. It, it's, it, it, isn't it a good feeling, isn't it, that, that be physically disabled but be independent as much as you can, right? Yes. Yes. It, that, does. That, it is. It's an amazing feeling. I um, I actually live in my own home. Uh, I am in the process of getting it out of my deceased grandparents' name and into my name. Uh, I do currently live with my father, uh, but it's a situation where he doesn't do much. He, he my father's an alcoholic, actually, and um, and I actually like so I bring this up because even though you live in an apartment, I live in my own home. It's almost the same thing because that's I I have also I have a home health aide that comes in for a few hours a day, helps me yep. with the personal things, and then outside of that, I can do whatever I want to do in my own home on my own. I can play video games, watch movies, get yep. on a computer, and yep. do a podcast, you know. And so I know I I think that I can kind of relate to all your situation. Yep. Um, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, Caitlin, do you uh do you work at all, or do you just have SSI, or what? How's that work? How SSI currently? I'm going to school at the moment, so I just really focus on going to school online at the moment. But I do hope to get a job in IT support or something like that. In That's the awesome. Yes. Now, um, I, I'm sure you're aware of this, but I just want to make sure that you're aware of this. Did you know that... Uh, if you were to become employed and work at all, that you would be getting your benefits cut big time? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's, that's only if you make like a thousand. I yeah. think you're allowed to make up to a thousand or something a yeah. month. And then yeah, anything over that, they're going to dock you. Yeah. It's something like that. It's some, it's some arbitrary number that I'm like, really? I can only mm-hmm. make this much a month? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of bullshit. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not trying to deter you from, you know, making a, a living and all that and going out and being productive because being productive is a, does have a good feeling to it. Um, so I'm not trying to, you know, criticize oh, or deter you. Oh, oh no, I, I have looked into it. I am very much aware. <laughs> okay. I am very much aware of what is what. Yep. So, um... Growing up and up until this point in your life, have you had to deal with any type of discrimination either out in public, in school, in oh, your apartment complex? People, people, people out in public, I always get, I always get funny looks or people are always shocked when I talk to them. They're like, oh, she can, she can have a conversation with me. It's like, yeah, yes. Yeah, I know how that feels. I definitely know how that feels. Or people are always like, wow, you're going to school for computer science? You must be really smart. And I'm like, did you assume that I wasn't? Yeah, just because I'm in a wheelchair? Why? Right? Like, So, um, I, I, I've gone through situations in life where... Um, I'm out in public with a home health aide or a friend or a family member. And when people, when I talk to people, they don't, sometimes they don't want to talk to me. They'd rather talk to my, my person that's with me. Uh, 
How does that make you feel? Like, because for me, it enrages me. It it really. Oh, it, it pisses me off. I'm like, I usually interrupt him, and I'm like, um, I can. I usually interrupt the person, and I'm like, um, I can talk for myself. Hi. Yeah, I think I think that's what you should do because that's what I do as well. And I I just say, excuse me, ma'am, I'm down here. Like you can talk to me. You know that you don't have to talk to my helper, my friend, or whoever. Um, yeah. I definitely think that employees of these establishments of these companies, restaurants or wherever it may be, I think yeah. they should have better training to understand that just because someone is different looking doesn't mean you should automatically yeah. assume that they're mentally disabled and that they can't speak mm -hmm. for themselves because that, that is, that's a slap to our face. Well, yeah. And not, not even just in establishments, just people in general, like, um, sometimes, Sometimes, sometimes I'll meet my, sometimes I'll meet some of my dad's friends and I know they tell, I know he tells them how amazing I am, but they're always like, wow, she's so like smart and cool. And it's like, yes, I know. Did you like, do you assume that I'm not capable of all these things or... Yeah, it does. That it that is the one unfortunate thing about being disabled in today's world. It's like people just automatically have a low standard and a low expectation of you. Well, yeah, because they all they all think um they all think that we have some type of mental issues. Yeah, unfortunately, but it's okay. All we gotta do is educate them on yeah. it, and, and uh, most people uh, will you know, straighten up after that and then yes. just understand. Yes. Now, were you, were you close with both of your parents growing up? Um, I'm closer with my dad than I am with my mom. But I think for that, it's because before she had me, she had a stillbirth. So I think for her, it's just like, that was like, that was really hard on her. And then, She's just always, like, she's a good mom. We're just not as close as I would hope that we are. I'm a lot closer with my dad, though. Uh, I, I understand. Um, well, at least you're close with one of them, really close with one of them, right? Yes. So, at 27 years old, you live on your own. You're, you're going to school. You're looking into getting a career going for you. Have you considered, uh, have you ever been a part of the dating world? Have you ever had a significant other? I have not ever had a significant other. Not because I don't want to, just because um, I feel that it's really hard. That I mean, it's difficult to date as an able-bodied person then it's more even more difficult to date as a disabled person because because you would think you would think that you would think that disabled people or people assume that disabled people want to be around i mean want to be around all other disabled people but that's just not how it, it is for me because i've like I said, I find it's hard to have conversations, let alone trying to have relationships with a lot of 
disabled people. Right. And plus, um, and this is something that people don't understand, being disabled isn't something that you have in common with someone else. It's not, uh, and and it's so difficult for able-bodied people to understand this, but uh, because I get that a lot. They don't get it. Right. They don't get it at all. I I get that a lot, Caitlin. Like I, um, people tell me all the time, well, just find a girl in a wheelchair. Fine. It's like, no, I, I don't want a girl. That's like, you're asking me to give up, you know? And, And it's not, it's not meant to be anything against of anyone with a disability, Correct. but, but it's just like, we are physically disabled, but we still have the same brain, uh, the same mindset right. that normal people have. And do most normal people want to date a person in a wheelchair? For the most part, no. And so, you know, because of that, like we, yeah, most of us don't want another disabled person as a significant other. And uh, we want an able-bodied person. So, and it is, it's, it's a struggle to say the least to, to find someone that's open-minded enough to, to date a person that's disabled. Yeah. Oh, have you, have you attempted, like, have you ever tried out dating sites or anything? Um, I mean, I'm in the face, uh, the Facebook group. I'm in a Facebook group. I haven't tried dating sites or anything. Mostly, mostly right now, I just want some more friends that I can talk to and relate to. Yes. Before, before I try dating people, because I feel like having friends at the end of the day, I feel like having friends at the end of the day will always make you feel less alone than ever trying to find the. I mean, it's nice to have a partner. But, um, like, I just think having friends in general is also good. No, I completely agree with you on that. Um, I've been saying for years, because a, a lot of my close friends are female. Um, and, and my guy friends always say, well, Cody, why do you want to be just friends with most of the females in your life? And it, it's that, what you just said, why? Yeah. Because. It is as a disabled person, it's way more beneficial to your health, to your emotions, to everything of your existence to, to have close friends than it is to try to have a significant other. So I definitely agree with that. Yes. I'm not saying I don't ever want one. If the right person comes along, then sure. But like if all I ever have is friends, then I'm also content with that. Yeah, of course. Of course. Awesome. So, um, what, if you don't mind me asking, what is your long-term plans in life? Is it, do you want to stay in that apartment complex? Do you eventually want to own your own home? Like what, what is your long-term goals in life? I think my long-term plan is just to be able, well, one of my long-term goals is to be able to pay for the place that I live, regardless of whether it be a house, an apartment, or anything like that, um, a house possibly, but that's only if I can make enough money to where that would be sustainable. But yeah, my long-term goal is to basically have a job and be able to sustain myself for when my for when my dad is for when my dad is no longer here, cause he's fifty. 
and I'm like, um, yeah, I just want to be able to sustain myself for when he's no longer around to do that. Because <laughs> yeah. he's still, he's yeah. still down at the moment. Because mm. it's expensive to live in Texas. I mean, it's expensive to live anywhere. But yeah, because... um, I love how you said your dad's 50, as if that's really old. My dad's 65. Oh, yeah, well, I mean... But yeah, I was just saying because I think about the future. I just think about for when he's like super old or he's no longer with me. So. Yeah, I understand. This that he must really be your rock and you know the spiritual rock in your in your heart, right? He is. He really that, is. That's awesome. Well, hopefully, I hope that he stays around for a very long time. I hope your dad lives to a hundred. So do I. Thank you. <laughs> You're who welcome. Is, who is your who is your rock in your life? Unfortunately, it's not my dad. <laughs> oh uh, it's no, it's definitely not. not. No, it. Um, to be completely honest with you, I I'm not a family person, and it's it's because all of my years growing up, uh, almost every single person in my family is either an alcoholic or a drug addict. Um, I never got into any of that stuff. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've never gotten high in my life. I'm pretty, I'm pretty close to straight edge. However, I have sleeping problems and sometimes I will take something to help me sleep at night. Uh, so I can't sit here and call myself straight edge completely, but, um, I'm drug free, alcohol free. Um, and I just, Hmm. That's good for you. Yeah. Um, thank you. My my dad also grew up in a life like that, but he didn't want that for us. And I'm grateful that he did. I'm grateful that he didn't go down the path my grandparents did. But. Right. Um. So, what do you do to entertain yourself throughout the day? Do you watch? Uh, I um. Well, right now I just started school. Yeah, on Monday, so. During part of the day, I do that, and then um, I normally watch YouTube, or I watch anime, or I um, play my Nintendo Switch, or something like that. So you like video games? I do. You're, you're just a Nintendo fan? You don't never bought a PlayStation or anything? I like PS4, and I like... And I like... Sims on the computer. I'm not like a huge PC person. My brother, he likes all the PC games like uh, like Apex Legend and stuff. He likes that, but I'm not into Um, It's difficult for me to play those types of shooting games, so I've never gotten into them just because they're difficult for me to play. Um, but I like, like RPGs and stuff like Final Fantasy or Zelda or Something stuff like that. So, um, what what all games do you have for the Switch currently? I have let's see, I have Animal Crossing. I've got Paper Mario, um, the Ornament Dummy King. I've got, um, I've got, um, Super Mario Brothers U. I've got the Kingdom Hearts Rhythm game, um, and. Oh, 
I'm Yoshi's Crafted World. And I think, oh, and then I have the Hatsumiku Project Diva Rhythm Game. I think that's, oh yeah, and Super Smash Bros. Yeah, I think that's all I have. You, how come you don't have Super Mario Maker? I did not buy it yet. It's on my list. Uh, do you have your Do you have your Switch hooked up to Wi-Fi, or do you just have everything offline? No, I have it hooked up to Wi-Fi. I know I can download it, but I I I'm old school. I guess I like having the physical. Um, yep. Physical. Yep. yep. See, you got, Cody, you I got, that's what you got to do. Now, Caitlin, uh, a little funny joke here. Me and Mike constantly argue about what's better, physical or digital. I'm much more on the digital side, and Mike just loves his physical copies. I uh, hate digital. I can't stand it. I'm a physical person. Unless you can only See? buy it, then I will. But if I can buy it physical, I'd much rather buy it physically. Hey, I understand. That That's great. Um no, but I, I highly encourage you to buy Mario Maker because it is literally endless material. Like, there are people uploading thousands upon thousands of new levels every day on that game. And so basically every day you'll have new levels to play. Like, it's, it is yeah. a really great time waster of a game. And, that, and I don't mean that as a bad thing. I think it's a great game. Yeah. So let us know if you ever decide to get Mario Maker, and we'll talk about that game more. <laughs> I will. I'll sit there and I'll play it for six hours straight, I'm sure. Right, yeah, I, I – well, I, I'll admit, I don't have a Switch, but I did have a Wii U back in the day, and I had the first I Mario. I had a Switch. No, I don't have a Switch. I, um, I'm, I'm a PlayStation guy. I, I have a PS4, and I'll be getting a PS5 here when they announce the new Mortal Kombat game. Have you ever heard of Mortal Kombat, Caitlin? Uh, yeah, not my game. Too bloody and too violent, but not my game. But, um, I, I like, like, um, I like Spyro and the Ratchet and Clank and, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is my favorite series. Kingdom Hearts would be your favorite series out of everything? Yes. That's awesome. I've heard a lot yeah. of... I I personally never played Kingdom Hearts, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. You should. You do you should. uh, uh, do you play Smash Bros online or just with your friends, or who do you play Smash Bros with? Um, I um most of my friends don't have switches. I played it online. I I like doing that. Yeah. That's that I love playing online with random people. Like I think that's the best, honestly. Yeah. Um, have you ever played Mario Kart? Yes. I do not have the one for Switch yet, but yes, I played like I played the old school Mario Kart back in the day on the N sixty four. Yeah, that's the that. last time I played that shit. <laughs> wow. Um Double Dash on the GameCube. I just don't have the new one for the Switch yet. Cause yeah. 
freaking games be like $60? And I'd be like, well, do I want this game or do I want this one? Yeah, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Plus, the, the, the Mario Kart game that's on the Switch is not hardly any different than Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Yeah, I know that. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, so that really there's no point in getting the deluxe version because, like, what the fuck does it have in it that's worth another $60? I don't know. I would buy it because I've never played the Wii U version, but I've heard that that game is really fun. People really like that game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a multi-million dollar seller. I personally liked Mario Kart Wii. That was on the original Nintendo Wii. Yeah, I like that one. I've, I, I heard it. I never got to play that one. Well, you know what I really do like, though? I like Mario Party. Yes. Like, like old school Mario Party. But uh, growing growing up, my favorite was always Mario Party Two on the N sixty four. Yes, Mario Party Two. Yes. Yeah, that is the best one. My dear uh, co-host Mike Sankovich, he would actually have friends in real life if he would have played Mario Party Two growing up. Oh yes. That was, uh, let's see. That mm-hmm. was my favorite game to play with friends. But yeah. I know people don't. I know people don't like sitting around playing games on, sitting on the couch playing a game. I know people would just rather play online. Well, I yeah, I mean, but Mario Party that was set up for people to come over and play. But I feel like Super Smash Bros. was too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um. What kind of movies you like to watch, Caitlin? Um, I like like Mar like oh, I like all the Marvel ones, and I like um, I like Pixar, and I like romantic comedies, and um, I'm a real big kid at heart, so I like all the I like yeah. all the kids, all the movies the kids like. Michael J. here loves romantic comedies. I promise you that. Sometimes I do. Yeah, actually, I do. I mean, I don't just watch horror. What did I? You know what I watched the other day for the first time, and I don't know how many years, probably since it first came out. That um, she's all that. Oh, I, I watched love that, that for like the first time I, since. I love that movie. What's that movie about? Twenty years. You never saw that movie. I hate. You, I no, Caitlin. I gotta tell you right now, my viewing habits has been always been very narrow. I've always been just a straight like horror fan. Oh no, I don't like horror. Don't I don't like fan yourself. But like, I don't even. I like to eat candy at Halloween, but I don't like anything scary. Nope. You never care. ever. You never ever watched a scary movie. No. Nope. That would. Nope. That was an, that was an emphatic nope. Well, nope. Nope. I don't like. I don't like things that jump out and scare me. I don't like loud noises. I. Nope. I understand. Nope. You know, I I almost wonder if the not liking loud noises is is like a CP thing, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't like loud noises that much either. Yeah, and um, I wonder if that's just like a um, something like because I remember what was it? My cousins were really big into cars, 
And when yeah. I was younger, they would like, they would have me like, whenever I would stand by their car, they would rev it really loud and it would freak me out like so yeah. bad. Yeah. And they'd, like, they'd laugh like, at me all the time. Like, I like watching fireworks, but I literally have to put on headphones because I mm-hmm. don't like the big old boom and. Yep. Like, it like, my dad's like, but you can see it. I'm like, yes, I know, but it doesn't mean the noise doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, over here where I live, I don't know if they do it other parts in the country, but uh, we have a thing here in Ohio called November Rain. And uh, it's, it's where you go to this mall and you stay in your car because it's November and it's nighttime and it's probably 30 degrees out. But uh, yeah, I like it because you stay in your car and you watch the firework display, and it's it's not as loud because your windows yeah. are up. So that yeah, I I get it. I don't like really loud things as well. Um, like I said, I do watch horror movies, but I have a function, a feature on my Roku that I use for to stream everything, and there's a night listening mode in there, um, and it kind of it softens the loud noises, so it it kind of helps a little bit. Yeah. What happens, Caitlin, what happens one day when you find the love of your life and he happens to be a horror movie fan? You're just not going to watch any movies with him? No, I will. I just have to, I, I'll just have to um, probably either have him turn down really low or I'll just have to put on some headphones. Just tell him to put, tell him to put it on mute and put on subtitles, right? Right, correct. <laughs> tell him to hold you tight so nothing gets you. Right. Correct. That's, that's the perfect thing right there. You make sure that, you know, make sure he's right. squeezing really hard. Yeah. Right. So, uh, are you still with us, Caitlin? Uh-oh. Did we lose her? Um, what uh, happened? Oh, no, she's here. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know what I... I, don't, I it's uh, okay. So, um, while talking to you, I have... I noticed that... Um, I, I, it's not on purpose by you. I know you I noticed that you've been giving us an unintentional look at your apartment. You got posters on the wall. You got decorations up. That's awesome. I do. I especially love my smart light strip that my brother put up on the wall so I can make it change colors and stuff. That's my favorite. Is, is purple your favorite color? I think that's what I see up there. Yep. My chair is also purple. Awesome. Ironically, purple is also Michael J's favorite color as well. No, I'm sorry. It's pink. Oh, well, I love pink too. Men can like pink. Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with liking pink if you're a guy, just as long as you're part of the salmon community. What? There's salmon. Yeah, that's That's true. That's like an off pink, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, Caitlin, when you uh, hunted for uh, an apartment or a place to stay, uh, you said you live in Texas, how difficult was it to find a place that was accessible, handicap accessible enough for you to feel comfortable living there? Oh, it was very difficult because a lot of doorways, a lot of doorways are not big enough. Um, That was the hardest part of all, finding doorways that are big enough that I can fit my chair into without completely ruining the door. 
Yeah, because then the apartment owner wouldn't be too happy about that. Yeah, no. Um, that was the hardest. That was the hard, hardest part when my dad and I were looking, especially because he wanted he wanted to keep me in McKinney, and also he wanted to find something at least kind of affordable. How is it? Um, does your does the apartment that you live in does it go off of your income? Um, no, I pay my dad, um, I pay my dad 500 of my SSI, I keep the other 200 and something, and then he pays the rest of my rent and my utilities, but we've always done it that way, even when I used to, even when I used to live with him, we did it that way, so. So, you only, you, you only have around two hundred dollars of your monthly money every month yeah pretty much how do you afford food and personal items and and, um, and well thank goodness for food stamps mm -hmm. thank um, god for the pandemic too am i right that too um, <laughs> the were very helpful um but yes, when it comes to like groceries and stuff that's like food related, thank goodness for SNAP. And when it comes to other things, I've just always been really, because I've lived that way for so long, even before I lived by myself, I've always just been very conservative with my money. And, yeah. I, also, and I also have a cat, so I have oh. to make have enough money for him too wow you your money really has to stretch thin throughout throughout the month hundred dollars it does now imagine this imagine you're in a scenario where you uh get invited out to a restaurant to eat with your friends and you all are covering your own bills of course because you're all adults have you Correct. ever have you ever considered or would you ever consider making the very ballsy decision of just not tipping the server for the sake of saving money for yourself? Um, well, I usually do that when I have food delivered to my house. Yes. I, <laughs> I usually don't yeah. tip the delivery person because it's like, well, this is already $13. I don't mm -hmm. want to pay. I you know, Kate. $16. Yeah, Caitlin, don't feel ashamed about it because I am a huge advocate for not tipping and not doing anything with your money that you don't have to do. So, what? yeah, I, yeah. I listen to this, Mike. Are you able to put pictures up on the up on the screen for her to see? Um, if if he's not if he's not able to do that, I'll just tell you. Um, I might be. Oh shoot! Hold on, I hit something. Hold uh, on. Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, we're still we're still good. I just hit okay. on that. I didn't want to hit. That's all. Okay, I didn't know if the tech guy fucked up something or what. That's good. So, um, well, I'll I see I, what I can do. You keep talking. Okay, I have this big rule that um, yeah, I don't donate my money to charities. I don't tip at restaurants unless the server is one of my friends. That's my exception. If uh, if I know the person, if I know the person and I'm friends with that person. Fine, I'll tip them. But here's where I'm coming from on this, Caitlin. I, uh, we are disabled. 
We know damn well most of these strangers don't give a fuck about our existence. So why nope. should we? Why should we give a flying frog's fat ass about their financial struggles? You shouldn't, especially because in other countries, like Asian countries, like Japan, they don't tip people anyway. It's rude to tip people. I never understood why in the USA we have to tip people. Like, it's mandatory that we tip people, and if we don't, then it's rude as heck. Well, I agree with you. It's it, the tipping system is very outdated. Um, and I'll tell you why it still exists because unfortunately we live in a country where there's a lot more followers than there are leaders. So, you know, uh, no one wants to stand up for a change on that. And and servers, ser restaurant servers don't want it to change because they're making bank. You know, I I know a couple of people who make between 2 and 400 dollars every day that they work. Like, right. where where else do you find something like that that's without, like, a big-time education and a big-time training? Like, you know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. Oh, where else you would find that? Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I agree with you. I don't believe in tipping. Um, and I don't care. Personally, I don't care how rude it is. They have to do their job. And as long as I'm treating them with, with respect, which I always do. Um, right. you know, they, they oh, well, they, to me, the way I see it is it's just one customer throughout that day that didn't tip. They right. will be just fine. Right. So, um, the picture that I wanted to show you that I don't think Mike is able yeah, to pull up. I, I can't get it up. That's all right. Letting me do it. A few weeks ago, Caitlin, um, I, one of my friends took me to, uh, an Eaton park here where I live and, uh, Right beforehand, we went to the grocery store because I had to get some groceries, and I bought myself a nice, beautiful pack of Keebler's Fudge Stripe Cookies. Doesn't that just make oh. your mouth water just thinking about that? He loves those yeah. fucking Fudge Stripes. Jeez, man. Yeah, so, like, I was thinking to myself, like, do I really want to leave them in the car and just have them melt while I fucking go in and eat me a, a greasy burger that's going to be overpriced anyway from eating park? Or should I bring those motherfuckers in with me to the restaurant? And here's bring, the thing. You should bring them in there with you. That's what I did. God I damn it, Caitlin. I like the way you think because that's what I did. <laughs> I, I, I put that the beautiful family-sized pack of fudge striped cookies on my lap, and I looked at my friend and I said, you know what? I'm crippled. They ain't gonna say fucking shit to me about it. And if they do, I'll fall out of my wheelchair and fake a seizure or something. I'll cause a scene. Oh my god. I get to see you doing oh, that. Oh, I will. I do it. So, yeah, we strolled my happy crippled ass in there. I had the cookies on my lap, and they didn't say a goddamn thing to me, Caitlin. And we took our seat and ordered our food, and I just put the cookies right up on the table, and it was like it was no thing. And I know what the server was expecting. She was thinking to herself, well, I let him get away with this. He's probably going to tip me something decent. Nope! Didn't do it! <laughs> bought my cookies with my food stamp card, and bought my food at uh, Eaton Park, and I got water to drink, because, you know, soda's overpriced, and uh, didn't tip the server. So... It was a nice, happy day for Cody. Oh, he God, proud of me, Caitlin. You, Caitlin, well, you proud of me? You know what? When I go to the movie theater, I bring my own candy. 
Hell yes! Mike, you, Oh, the you candy is it. the worst. Yeah. The candy is Mike, the worst. Well, Mike, I'll you tell found you this. It. Yeah. Go ahead. When we went, I went to see, what was it? I went to see Old. I guess it was last Friday. Yeah. And the, the tickets were only three bucks a piece because they had like a welcome back special. But yeah. I ended up, I got two medium popcorns, a small popcorn, and yeah. a 16 ounce bottle of water. Yeah. How much do you think that cost me for all that? Uh, well, not that it was all that, I'm but how much do you think that was? $40. You're, you know what? With the tickets, it was forty dollars, so it was like thirty-four bucks for all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I know. What? Uh, yeah. what? Yeah. Thirty-four bucks. Yeah. God, I Mike, know. it's no, Mike, it's a no wonder you pirate movies all the time. Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah, exactly. Cripple's gotta like we gotta like uh, break the system. Well, the system's to... already broken, but yeah. You know. I'll even go to the movie because I like Just movies. But if you could literally get movie theater popcorn at the store that was actually movie theater popcorn, I wouldn't go to the movie. Yeah. And I, so what? I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal if you smuggle in some candy into the movie theater. Fuck them. But what, what are they going to do yeah. about it? Nothing. Yeah. What are they going to do? Break our legs? Ha! Like we need them. <laughs> right? They're already... You don't need them. They already partially don't work. That's right. <laughs> Basically. Yep. Yeah. So, Caitlin, throughout your life so far, what are some of the things that not work-related uh, that you have gotten to go out and do with your friends? Like, what are some of the... Yeah. I went to concerts. Actually, I just went to the Helen Megator that had... Um, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. That was super fun. And then I like going out to eat my my favorite place because it's cheap and you get free breadsticks because Olive Garden. That's my that's my new favorite place because you can have spaghetti and it's super cheap. Um, I like going to the movies when the movies weren't so. When the movies weren't so expensive, um, yeah, I really like going to concerts, though. That's my favorite thing, although with, although with Corona, with Corona happening, they, they canceled most of the concerts that happened last summer and postponed them to this summer. And yeah. Some of them are even postponed to 2022, and I'm like... You know, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great to know that you at least have some hobbies that include getting out of the house from time to time and going out and doing things. Yeah. As, as a disabled as disabled people, we should never just sit in our our home all day. Oh, never. We should no. always get. We should always get out. And and you know. In my area, there's unfortunately not a lot of disabled people that leave their home. So when I go out in public, people do give me the looks like, oh, my God, is he like the last of his kind? If it is, Do they not get out of their house because of transportation issues or? I, I would assume I, I know what you're asking. I would assume more so that it's just because they they're miserable. 
I was gonna, I was gonna mm-hmm. say because here in McKinney we don't have a lot of actually we don't have any public transportation. If you want public transportation, you have to live in the middle of Dallas, and no one wants to live in the middle of. Yeah. No one wants to live in the middle of that. That's too big. Um, here in Ohio, where I live, there are a lot of. Uh, transportation and programs that are for for disabled people. So, as a disabled person living in Ohio, there is no excuse that yeah. why you can't get out yeah. of the house to go do things. Yeah. There's all kinds of programs that I can't even list off the top of my head that's available to get activities going for disabled people and get socialization, um, you know, and just anything like that. So, I would to answer like I said to answer your question, I would assume here and where I live, it's mostly because they just don't want to go out and do anything, which that is one of the most unhealthiest things that you can do. That is. But yeah, where I live, it's not because I don't want to. It's because someone literally has to be able to drive my accessible vehicle. So, (laughs) Mm, yeah, I didn't even think about it like that. I, on the other hand, just have a regular fold-up push wheelchair, so it's easily thrown into any one of my friend's trunks. But I get it. Yeah. Like You have a special wheelchair that needs it to be in a special yeah. kind of vehicle. I get that. Yep. That's awesome that you have a support system, though, that will help take care of you, that will help yeah. uh, get you out of the house and just be your friends. Yeah. Like I said, you are you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said like we as disabled people we need companionship and the most yes. important kind of companionship is friendship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, you said you have home health aides coming in and taking care of you. How trustworthy are these home health aides in the area that you live? Um, I think some of them are trustworthy, but when I first got here, when I first got here, it was just really hard to find home health aides in general that knew what they were doing in terms of transferring in the care that I need. Um, but yeah, I I say the ones I have now are pretty trustworthy, although in the beginning when I first moved here, I don't know if I can only say that probably about about one of them maybe, but the rest of them were just kind of... I don't know about this person. They don't seem to know what the heck they're doing. Yeah. Now, does your medical insurance pay for your nurse's aides or or what? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's how it is here, too, for me. Yep. Um, Have you ever had a a home health aide that comes in and just you don't feel like they respect you and, and you got really uncomfortable with them because of the way they were acting or anything like that? Um, not particularly, no, but maybe I just got really lucky. I usually get, for me, it's, I usually get people who are inexperienced with what I actually need done. So that's the part that freaks me out is like, oh, you don't know how to transfer someone into a wheelchair? Well, that's not going to end, that's not going to end very well. Yeah. well, actually, no. One time I did have a person that I don't think I trusted very much at all. Um, I, I, um, they, I have had a lot of people, um, I've had a lot of people not show up and then, um, 
luckily um i have my dad and stuff but that's usually the thing here is that people don't like to show up and do their job yeah I, i haven't had that recently but when i first got here i did yeah um I agree with you. There, that's the same same type of problems I have over here. I, they send me people that's kind of. It seems like they found them right off the crack street corner, you know. Like, because they probably no offense, because they probably did. Oh, hi, kitty. Oh, you got a kitty? Yes. Oh, he's, he's sitting up here. I wonder what's, what's, if I wonder if I can. I wonder if I can hold on. I don't know if I can turn it. I don't know if I can turn my camera the other way. He, he went in. The, he went into the camera for a minute, so we did get to see him. <laughs> I saw him here. I know that. Yeah. What's your kitty's name? His name is Dexter. Like, um, Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. Everybody thinks I named him Dexter after Dexter the Killer, but I. I did not name him that. That is a show that you should definitely watch, Caitlin. I recommend it to you. Everybody says that, but I don't know if it's my type of show or not. Well, it's not. I tried to watch it. I can't stand it. Well, that's just because you have ADD, Mike. Um, no. I really don't, but okay. <laughs> but no, uh, listen. I'll make it easier for you, Caitlin. Just watch the first four seasons, then, then that's it. There's eight seasons. Uh, just watch the first, the first four. The first four. Yeah, because after that, four. after that, the the show changes and the showrunner changes and and yeah, so it's just a it's just a shit show after season four. Uh, but so, what did you name your cat after the the Dexter's Laboratory sh- show? Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. How long? Have you, how long have you had your cat? Yeah, I've had him for six years. Awesome. So he's not really a kitty anymore. He's just he's a regular oh, cat. He's a big boy. Yeah. Does he ever um, does he ever accidentally poop on you, Caitlin? Oh no, thank goodness. <laughs> I've never had that problem of him pooping anywhere that he shouldn't. That's that's good. Nope. Because a lot of cats a lot of cats are disobedient and they'll they'll piss and shit wherever they want. Oh no, I I get I he does get annoyed with me, and occasionally I don't think he does it to hurt me, but I think he does it to get my attention. Sometimes he likes to bite at me, but like, hey mom, I'm sitting right here, like right now, right now he's just staring at me. Yes, I sure hope, I sure hope that's that's pizza sauce on that blanket right there. <clears throat> I don't know if that was cat poopies or what. <laughs> oh, where? Uh, huh? On the floor. Oh, is there? What is that on the floor? Is that cat poopies? No. Okay, just checking. So, um, <clears throat> does your home health aides ever throw a fit because you have a cat? Oh yes. Yeah, because I I I used to have a cat actually. And um, no, she didn't die or anything like that. She was my mother's cat, and my mother had moved out of my house, and uh, so she took the cat with her. Um, mm. 
But before that, there would be home health aides that would show up at my house and just, nope, not not working here because there's a cat here. And it's like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, right? Yeah. So. Oh, I think I had my back camera and I think you saw my shirt, which in that case, um, I was eating barbecue chicken earlier. So I think I got some of my shirt. Oh, okay. Um, the mystery has been solved. I thought yes. it was. I thought it was cat poopies. No, nope. It was barbecue sauce. <laughs> well, at least you enjoyed those chicken nuggies, right? I did enjoy my chicken tenders. They were very good. That's awesome. Well, anyway, Caitlin, thank you so so much uh, for coming on to the show today. I, this has been a very educational and informative interview. Is there anything that you'd like to talk about in closing before we go ahead and let you go for today? Um, no, not that I can think of, but it was nice getting to have a conversation with you all. Mike, any questions from you for Caitlin? Uh, no, you pretty much handled it, Cody. I'm, I'm impressed with oh, your... Uh... Thanks. Caitlin, every time we get a guest, Mike just stays silent, and I have to take care of everything. And I do that on the other show too. That that's how that's how I roll. Okay, you know, yeah, that's how that's all three of us roll, right? Because we can't do anything else but roll. Right. Because well, we can't do I'm, anything I'm, else but roll. I'm the crippled. I'm the crippled silent type. What can I tell you? <laughs> there you go. Anyway. See, I... okay. Caitlin. Well, well, I thought it was just because we had so many conversations over Messenger. He probably didn't have anything else to say because we had so many. Yeah, really, everything. Yeah, everything that 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 you kind of talked about, I knew already. So I'm just like sitting here, like, hmm. okay. Well, our audience didn't know, so now we all now they all know. Caitlin. Exactly. See, that's how that works. I gotta say, Caitlin, you have been probably so far the most uplifted, most upbeat, positive type of person that we have had on our show thus far. Would you would you say that, Mike? Um, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. I, 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 I sincerely enjoyed having your company on our show. I want you to come back here maybe in a couple of more months. If you ever have anything to talk about in the future, get a hold of Mike. We'll let you back on the show, and you can talk about whatever you'd like. Okay. Thank That's you. Good. Yeah, thank you very, very much. Um, maybe uh, you could also uh, be added to our group if you want, if you want to keep up on future episodes of our show. Yeah. So, yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, thank you very much. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, Caitlin Floyd has been our guest today. Very amazing guest. Caitlin, thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. All right, well, you're going to go. Thank you, go lot, Caitlin. <clears throat> thank you very we'll, much. Um, yeah, we'll Bye. talk soon. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. Bye -bye. You too. Bye-bye. Dude, that was awesome. You know, it, it's it's funny to me because you're like, have a great day. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like so, so, um, it's it's so against your type. Dude, uh, there was, like, I, I could have a great day. I couldn't even. You, you sounded so upbeat. Uh, well, so... you know what? No, honest to God, I wasn't stretching the truth. She inspired me, dude. Like, no, she, she, like, let's be she, honest about it. Like, I, I couldn't make no jokes with she, her and and nothing like that. Like, she wasn't um how like some of our past guests that were completely batshit crazy. 
We've had some um, batshit crazy guests, and I can't. I, agree. I can't help but to make fun of some of them, and I just you know want to roll my eyes at them. But Caitlin is by far the, our most. You mean respect. the dictator? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk to you about him real quick. Okay. I don't think he. I don't. Th- and you know what? You don't. You don't care that I talk about this on the air, right? I don't, don't care. He's not shit. my friend. Okay. He's not my friend. Actually, I'll tell you what. I think he unfriended me because I think we were friends, and I think he unfriended me. Oh, probably chances of him. And sharing, also, chances of him also, sharing my GoFundMe oh, probably is he, he didn't. He didn't because I scrolled through Miracle by the Bay, you know the group, and there's like no mention of it on there. And I went back fucking months, dude, just to make sure that it wasn't like hidden in there somewhere. He never shared it. Wow. He never shared it. What a fucking poser the director of operations were was, huh? He's not even probably oh not even the direct. He's probably the consultant of operations. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Wow. Craziness. Oh, Mike, I gotta tell you though, I'm not sure if we'll ever find a guest that's at the respectable respectable level as Caitlin was. Though, like seriously, like we all have something to learn from that woman. Yeah. No. Exactly. And she. You know, and that's the thing. Like, she is so positive and so upbeat, and there's so many other disabled people who just aren't. You know what I mean? Like, they, they just, they're just like, hey, I'm disabled. Feel sorry for me. Or, hey, I'm disabled. Give me a yeah. hand now. Give me or, this. Or, give me that. And, you or, know. Like, or something like, I know what's up there at the pearly gates of heaven. It's huskies. Like, <laughs> how could I take shit like that serious? Well, you know, and, and, so when she when Caitlin first came on to the show, I was totally expecting another batshit crazy person. But instead, we got a very respectable human being. And you're right. I, I had to change up my tone accordingly because I'm, I'm not going to talk down to someone who's so respectable and make fun or anything like that. Like she deserved our utmost attention and respect. And that's what I gave her. You can poke fun right. at me if you want. I have a serious side. So what? Yeah, you do. It's stop showing. Stop. <laughs> he's saying hi to you. He's saying hello. Gee, he's saying, ah, can I come on to the show? <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I want it. You don't understand. If he were to ever come on the show, I would probably cry. Slimer? Yeah. If he were to so, come on the show, I would cry. So basically, if we were to ever get Frank Welker to come on to the show. Um, yes. Yeah, if I I know that yes, if you were to get him to come on, and he were to do like some of the slimer sounds, I would probably start crying right here. Jesus Christ! I you know and all and all serious, I got a, a little teary eyed some of the things Caitlin was saying. Like I know you can't say it, see it on camera, but I don't know. I just no, no, yeah, you can't. I'm you can't. trying to I'm trying to get closer to you, and I can't. Get, put your head right up to the screen. I don't know if I can do that without falling. Out of don't even try it. There you go, fuck Mason. You look fucking demented. You look like a fucking. You know what I mean? You look at your fucking face. You look like a fucking. You look like. You know what? 
<laughs> you know what? You could be like Triple Cody, the fucking garbage pail kid. That's the fuck you look like a fucking garbage pail kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking screenshot this episode here. So, oh my god, I'm gonna screenshot this so good. Oh, Don't shit. fuck with me. Do not <laughs> fuck with me. You fuck with me and you fuck with the community. You fuck with the community. You gonna get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh God, Aaron! If you're watching this now, oh my God! Please don't piss your pants. Oh, oh! You, you talking to your future self that will rewatch this? Well, no, I'll, I'll probably, uh, I will probably be on there on uh, Saturday because you can be on there if anybody else is watching and comment back and forth with them or whatever. So I might, oh. I might try to do that if I'm awake. That's not gay, which or I will be. Well, you know. Oof! That made me a little dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna fall out of the chair next. Do you have do you have um 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 the side things in your chair or is it just your wheels? I'm not even in my wheelchair. I'm in a regular com like a chair just to sit on a computer. How the hell do you do? Wait, do you do that yourself? Yeah, I can get myself up on the computer chair. Yeah. You? How do you do that? I wonder. Oh, man, I'll I demonstrate it because if you fall, I'm not going to be able to pick you back up. No, I, I, I can actually. I, God, it's going to be. It, it's so hot in this room. I, I, you know what? I'll do it for George, our. Get him. You want? You want to see it? I'll fucking pull. This, <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking pull. I'll pull this chair back a little bit more into sight, and I'll show you how I. <laughs> you want to fucking see a motherfucker? <laughs> No, I'll go ahead and do it right now. I'll go ahead and fucking do it. You want me to do it? I'll fucking do it. <laughs> oh, God. So, so, like, do you, because. Because, you know, when you were talking about the fudge right thing, I'll tell you, I, like, I looked at the picture of you, like, doing that in the intro, with you and the fucking fudge stripes, and it looked like, you know how, like, if you look at a person's back, and they have, like, those bones that stick up the top of their back? Like, it looks like they're sticking out of your front. Hmm. All right, you, you, keep, talking, you keep talking bullshit, and I'm going to do the demonstration I'm Talking. I'm just trying to fucking wonder what the fuck I'm Here looking at. Go. Here we go! <laughs> Hold on! Wait, wait, wait! Hold on! Wait, I gotta, I gotta bring up the layout thing. Hold on, where's layout? Hold on. Wait. Where is it? Where is it? I'm no. waiting. I'm waiting for That's what I want. Okay, here we go. Oh, you just want me go on ahead. full screen? Yep. Okay. Keep talking. That's what I, wanted. I want you to narrate what y'all about to see. All right. All hey. right. <laughs> He's arching his back as to get ready to... Holy shit, he fell on the ground. Where did he go? He disappeared. Um, He's... <laughs> 
intelligence. like a magic trick oh my god all right well yeah all right fucking uh. called me during this recording i don't know who the fuck it was <laughs> all right now listen i can't move the seat back any further but yeah i think yeah. okay all right i can i can see it yes <clears throat> yeah can you see me yeah <laughs> i see him like like a muppet I'm waving the flag. We're going into the land of make-believe. Mr. Rogers' land of make-believe. That is my nub right there. Ah, yes. I, um... Okay. I stick this up inside, bitches, and I hold them like a a puppet. Anyway. Ah. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. This is how I do it. Yeah, this would be a bad time to fall, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I can't yeah. pick you up. Holy... Dude, you're you're doing it. Holy shit. That's amazing. Ah, see? Holy shit, you did that yourself. Congratulations. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.